Welcome back to JRoot Radio 97.5 FM. This is Shia Horowitz with Creating a Better World. Once again, if you want to be a part of the show, then just text 347-927-8398. I repeat, if you want to be part of the show, you can text 347-927-8398. As usual, our topic today will be about creating a better world. We will discuss the idea of how together we can make the world a better place. And one thing we can all do is we can give people hope. We can give people a belief that they can be better tomorrow than they are today. And we must constantly remember that our words of courage and our words of hope is what will shape a better tomorrow for the rest of humanity. I had the opportunity yesterday, I had an opportunity yesterday to speak at an event for Yeshiva's Eitz Chaim Benzenhurst. And as usual, whenever I speak on behalf of children, it is something that touches the innermost core of my soul. It is a blessing for any of us to be able to teach, to be able to give over the words of HaKadosh Baruch Hu for the next generation. And one thing I learned in the field of teaching, there is nothing like hope. There is nothing like the power of inspiring another person to change and to do better. I saw the following story and I shared it last night and I want to share it with you today. Hello, hello. Sorry for the break. Sorry for the break. The technician came in and just fixed it. Stopped for a minute. The Romans came and they saw Rebchanine ben Tradian. He sat and he learned Torah. He didn't only learn Torah, he taught it in public. He held a holy Torah scroll on his lap. The Romans decreed that people shall not learn. And Reb Chanine ben Tradion was killed because of he loved. He dared to love the word of God. Heavy Uhu, the Romans took him. They wrapped him up in the Torah scroll. They surrounded him with branches and twigs. And they lit the fire. So there in the center stood Reb Chanine ben Tradion. He was wrapped in a Torah scroll. 
with twigs and branches around him and the Roman executioner came over and lit the flame. Not only that, they put they brought along sponges of wool. They soaked the wool in water. And they put the wet wool on his heart. So he shouldn't die fast. These Romans, like so many of our enemies, had a tremendous way of torturing, an idea of how to hurt a person, and they wanted him to die a slow and painful death. So they lit the flame, but they soaked wool in water and surrounded him, so that it should take a long time for him to burn, and he should see his flesh consumed in fire. The story continues about the vast amount of hope and strength Reb Hanide ben Tradian had at the end of his life. A calmness, an ability to communicate with his daughter and with his disciples. He described an unusual vision. A vision of the parchment of the Torah scroll being consumed by the fire but the otiot, the aleph base, pirachas, soaring up high unto the heaven. And the Roman executor stood at the side and was amazed at the sight. And the Roman executor, the murderer, the murderer asked, if I, if I intensify the heat and I remove the wet wool from your heart to give you somewhat comfort in your death, to make you die a little easier, will I earn a place in the world to come? And Reb Hanide ben Tradion told him you will earn. Not only did he tell him you'll earn, he promised him he'll earn. And when the executor heard the words of Reb Hanine, he intensified the heat. He removed the wet wool from his heart and Reb Hanine ben Tradian died a somewhat easier death. At that point, the executioner jumped into the flames and he too was killed. And a heavenly voice thundered and proclaimed Reb Hanine ben Tradian and the executioner both earned a place in the world to come. This is an amazing story. This is a story in Jewish history, but it is also the story of Jewish history. Jews spent most of the history in the flames of execution and torture and oppression. We suffered for thousands of years and still around the world, Jews are not a comfort. And yet, they always remained steadfast. 
in their faith, in their belief, with courage, with dignity, and with honor. And they always loved the Word of God. You couldn't take it away from a Jew. And the enemy knew it. And when the enemy wanted to hurt the Jewish people, they burnt the Jewish books. Because the Jewish people are bound to God with a covenant and a kiss of His holy word called Torah. And no matter what, we always remain dignified. We always remained compassionate and kept our Tzalem Elohim. And that is why it is so special for us to be able to sit here today so many years later and still read the story and find inspiration in it. And I believe that if one reads this story every day, one can find another insight, another depth. It is as colorful as the rainbow, as beautiful as the morning star. It is the Jews' eternal vision of Gilean Yisrofim Vaisis Perachas. It is the Jews' eternal vision of what's important and what's not. And it's the Jews' eternal vision of not being lost to what's happening now, but seeing far into the future, no matter how painful it is. And it is the Jewish vision to uplift his enemy, even in his suffering. Just like Abchanina ben Tradian in his last moment of his life, uplifted the soul of the man who was taking his life. Just like Reb Hanine ben Tradian, in the last moment of his life, uplifted the soul of the man who took his life. Jewish people around the world have never given up and never given in to their hope, their desire and their longing of Lesakein Oilom B'Malchus Shaddai to repent, to heal, to cure, and to bring the glory of the Almighty unto all people on planet. We will be back in a moment.
once again you can be part of this show of hope by texting 347-927-8398. I repeat, you can text us at any time at 347-927-8398. That's 347-927-TEXT. 347-927-8398. Welcome back to JRoot Radio 97.5 FM. This is Shia Horowitz with Creating a Better World. We continue with our vision of healing the world by giving others courage and by hoping ourselves. We have seen that the Jews in the darkest of ages have survived and they have flourished. We have continued with a vision of hope through the worst, through the Romans, the Greeks, the Spanish, burnt us, consumed us, killed us, tortured us, maimed us, the British, the French, the Germans, and nearly every country upon planet Earth has Jewish blood on its hands. We do not shy from our responsibility. We do not lose courage. We have not forgotten hope. We walk hand in hand with our Father in Heaven who carries us on His shoulders so wide and promises us a better future which we will create for ourselves. Yes, people often say, what can one man do? What can one man do to illuminate the world? My Chavrusa in the morning, Mr. Sammy Salem, told me a story he read from Rabbi Yisrael Salanta. Others say the story on the Divrei Chaim of Tzans. They are, are told to have said, that when they were young, they thought 
they would change the world. When they became older, they thought they would change their city. When they became even older, they thought they would change their family. But when they aged even more, they realized they would have to change only themselves. Listen close to what was said. These two giants, they thought that they're changing only themselves. But they ended up changing the world. Few people have influenced the world like these two giants have influenced the world. And they did it believing that they're changing only themselves. This is a lesson of how we are to go about changing the world. We must focus on becoming the best we that we can be. Or the best I that I can be. If I will be the best I that I can be. And if we will collectively be the best we, we can be. The world will be a much better, more hopeful and brighter place. It is important to internalize this message. Our personal behavior shapes the world in the most profound and monumental way possible. Let us march forward in unity as one and try to bring a better future for the world of tomorrow. Let us all have a picture in front of our face of the, our children and our grandchildren and of the generations yet to come. Let us constantly ask the following question. What can we do in order to make a better world for a generation yet to be born? And the answer is not in the liberal right, liberal left, nor in the conservative right. The answer is not in the news blaring from mass media. The answer we have to go back to Tanakh, back to the word of God, where God tells us it is our behavior that shapes the world. If we keep the word of God, if we heed his ultimate voice as he beseeches us to behave in a humane and dignified manner, we will have created a better world. I sat down the other day with a man who left the country in order to stand with his brethren in Israel. And I spoke to him and I was humbled. And I realized something so beautiful for the first time in my life. Whereas every soldier in the world is taught to hate its enemy, 
every warrior in history was taught to despise his enemy. The Jew for thousands of years was never taught so. Even Elisha Hanovi, thousands of years ago, taught us never to hate our enemies. HaKadosh Bochum wants us to lead our life with love. We love HaKadosh Bochum and we love the Holy Land and we love every Jewish person. And every Jew is, lit, is driven by love, not by hatred. And that is what's so beautiful about the Jewish people, about the Jewish land, about the Jewish community. We should be proud and we must be proud. Because we have endured for thousands of years this mission of love. We practice charity. And yes, many practice charity. But there's charity and there's charity. There's charity the way the world sees it. There's charity the way the Rambam sees it. The way the Jews see it. And when I recently looked into it, I was amazed by what I saw. And it's so monumental different. The Rambam starts in Hilchus Matnasani in Perik Yud. A man has to be Zohir in the mitzvah of charity, more correctly translated, the mitzvah of righteousness and justice, more than any other mitzvah. Avraham Avinu. Tzedakah is the ultimate clue, symbol for a child of Abraham. And Jews don't only practice charity. It is at the forefront and the highest amongst their values. And yes, I see the phone ringing. I want to apologize. I cannot answer the phone now, but you can text me at 347-927-8398. 347-927-8398. But then the Rambam tells us an extremely important thing. The Rambam tells us that it's not enough that we give charity. We have to listen to the voice of the person who's suffering. If he has a story to say, don't just give him the dollar. Give him your time. Listen to him. And I remember years ago hearing a discussion that Ramosha Feinstein said that charity, you have to give charity of time, just like you have to give charity of money. And the people were wondering where Ramosha Feinstein took it from. But I have it right here in front of me. It's the Rambam. In Hilchus Matnas Aniyim. 
He writes, You got to smile when you give it. You got to show him that you rejoice in giving the charity. You got to cry along with him for his hardships. Eve said, did I not cry along with someone at a hard day? Did my soul not cry to a poor man? And it continues. You got to give the man words of courage, words of hope. Do you know how painful it is to go around collecting? Do you know how painful it is to be needy? This is the way Jews do charity. They give the money to the needy with a smile, happy. You sit down near the poor man. You put your arm around him and you tell him, tell me your story. And as he speaks, you cry along. You feel his tears. You feel his pain. You become one with him. Because being compassionate is not as easy as it sounds. Being compassionate is important, however. If we are compassionate, if we can go around and give the world a voice of hope, if we can continue with the high moral and ethical values which we have endured for thousands of years, if we can remain a counter-voice in the conversation of humanity demanding a more decent and comfortable world, if we will shed a tear for every child who's suffering and has no one to cry for him, if we will remain restless until every innocent man and child in this world mother and father daughter and son knows rest if we can remain the voice of protest healing curing charity and hope we will know a better tomorrow in unity the Jewish mission continues as Paul Johnson the ultimate historian writes in his book a history of the Jewish people the Jews have been the collective prophet for the world we have been chosen to prophesize we have demanded nothing in return we spoke good words and we were tortured. We gave courage. And we were burnt. We were a voice of hope. And we were sent to the gas chambers. We illuminated a dark world. And we were sent to the gulags. And yet our voice continues undaunted. Because nothing stands in the way of hope. Nothing stands in the way of courage. Nothing will stand in the way of the great light which will continue to illuminate the world for now and forever.
and for all eternity. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'm so much looking forward to speak to you again next week, Monday at 4 o'clock.